Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed. Let's go right to episode 243, titled Bread for the Gentiles. You can find these events in Matthew 15 and Mark 7 and 8. Not long after he had been rejected by his own people for claiming to be the bread of life that came down from heaven, Jesus and his disciples left Israel and traveled north into Gentile territory. Jesus wanted to spend some private time teaching his disciples. However, when a Gentile woman whose young daughter was possessed by a demon found out that Jesus was nearby, she came to the house where he was staying and fell at his feet. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out that was tormenting her child. Oh, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me, she cried. Even though she was from a pagan Gentile area, she recognized that Jesus was the Messiah whom the Jews were calling for, and she really believed that he could heal her daughter. At first, Jesus ignored the distraught woman, but she kept begging until his disciples finally complained, Lord, would you please send her away? Her crying is starting to annoy us. Jesus looked at the young mother and explained, God sent me to help his lost sheep, the people of Israel. It is not right to take the bread that belongs to the children and feed it to their pets. The woman was persistent. Yes, Lord, but even the puppies under the table can eat the crumbs that fall on the floor. She was not asking Jesus to take anything away from the Jewish people. She just wanted him to give her the leftovers, the bread they refused to accept for themselves. So Jesus said, Woman, your faith is great. You can go home now. The demon has left your daughter. When she arrived at her house, the woman's daughter was lying quietly on her bed, and the demon was gone. After this, Jesus and his disciples headed to Decapolis, another Gentile region that was near the Sea of Galilee. This was the same area where he had healed the man who was possessed by the legion of demons. After Jesus had cast the demons out of him, the man had traveled from city to city in the Decapolis, telling everyone what Jesus had done for him. That's why when Jesus and his disciples arrived, a huge crowd showed up. They already knew who Jesus was and what he could do. So they brought him anyone with an illness or injury and Jesus healed them. This went on for several days. The people were amazed by his power and gave glory to God. After a while, Jesus said to his disciples, I'm concerned for these people. They have been with us now for three days and their food has run out. If I send them home, they might collapse on the way. The disciples either did not remember what Jesus had done just a few weeks before on the Jewish side of the lake when he'd fed more than 5,000 people, or they did not think he would choose to perform such a great miracle for the Gentiles. So they challenged him, Lord, we are in a remote place. There's no way we can get enough food. Well, how many loaves do you have, Jesus asked. Seven, they replied after checking around, and a few small fish. Jesus told the crowd to sit on the ground. Then he took the loaves and the fish and gave thanks. He broke them into pieces and gave them to the disciples. They distributed the food to the people just as they had done on the Jewish side of the lake. And once again, everyone ate until they were satisfied. When they had finished, the disciples picked up seven baskets of broken pieces that were left over. That day, Jesus and his disciples fed 4,000 Gentile men, plus their wives and children. Think about it. The disciples wanted Jesus to send the distraught Gentile mother away. Later, they were not interested in helping the hungry Gentile multitude. But Jesus always responded to people's needs based on their faith, regardless of their background. 
Here's the question. Are you able to minister to people without your pride or your prejudices getting in the way? In 1 Samuel 16, 7, God tells Samuel this. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Now go and see people with God's eyes today. Mm -hmm.